Hey, episode 26 of RBTV. Um, Andy Preston kindly agreed to come on the podcast and uh, talk to me all about his uh, his reasonings for, for going up for election to be the next mayor of Middlesbrough. Um, it, it, it was a nice chat as cards on the table I'd previously um, done a little bit of work for Andy so I knew him a little bit anyway which always helps because you're not kind of going in cold um, he is inherent you know he's he's a nice dude so I didn't want to paxman him I didn't want to piss him off I didn't want to go at him with loads of uh like in, in an aggressive way, I wanted a genuine conversation with him, um, and I think that's what I got. Uh, once you kind of break down the barriers with anyone after talking for ten minutes, you tend to you tend to get that anyway. So I asked him some questions about that that oh, that post on social media and um, my thoughts on it, what his takes on it were. Should we all be a bit more responsible with our social media? And you know what what can he do if he's mayor? What uh, what's his thing? So yeah. Anyway, hope you enjoy it. Um, Abbey TV 26. So hi Andy, thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time out to come on uh, come on the podcast. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Nice yeah. to be here. Um, bit of a crazy. This is probably your first day of, of post announcement um, and craziness. So so how how's it been going? Did your phone stop yesterday at all? Uh, my phone rang a lot, um, and um, last night I got home maybe maybe about seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I was sat there and I was trying to catch up on loads of messages uh, and my wife was telling me about something and, you know, I'm getting Facebook messages and emails and my phone's binging and LinkedIn and all of this stuff. And it was um, it was very difficult. And actually, for, for a minute, I thought, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm really busy and I'm really important. But the truth is, <laughs> the truth is, is that everyone is messaging me pretty much knows me and okay. and the challenge for me now is is actually to reach the people who don't know me okay and tell them about myself yeah uh, tell them what I stand for what I believe in what I think I can do yeah and because uh, it's very easy when you're getting messages from people who are supporters and friends yeah yeah to think that's how the public feels and it's not yeah it's not it's an echo chamber right it's just yeah. reinforcing uh you, uh, what you already know. Beliefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's my mission is to get out and meet as many community groups. I'm aware that we've got off topic a bit. I'm not really answering your question. Oh, it's fine. Uh, it's but fine. my phone it's, didn't yeah, stop. We'll no, it was a very that. busy night. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I tell you what, I did do. Uh, I'm doing a challenge at the moment. Okay. All right. And this is the challenge, and it's very hard to stick to it. Yeah. Is it's it's a press up challenge. All right. Yeah. And I'm doing it with a fellow called Philip Lunn. Right. Who lives down near uh, Harrogate. And, and we commit to doing this. So on the 1st of January, mm-hmm. you do one press-up. Right. Great. Easy. Yeah. Uh, 10th of January, 10 press-ups. Right, okay. And so on. Yeah. Right? So the first couple of weeks, all fine. Yeah. Uh, so now we're at something like the 88th day of the year. Uh-huh. So it's 88 press-ups. Okay. And you don't have to do them all in a one Right, okay. That, so that you was can, you can do yeah. like, you know, three lots of 30 or something uh-huh. like that. So it's not too bad, but what happens is some days you forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next day you're doing like 180. All right, okay. Or 230. So you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you have to do it. So so yeah. it's getting harder and harder and harder. Um, 
So I've done a quarter of the year pretty much so okay. far. I'm proud of myself for sticking with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's quite hard. But he, he may well text me. He texts me like every other day. You're doing it. After You're sticking this, with the program. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. we're like motivating each other. Yeah. Uh, so that's a big thing in my life at the moment. And I'm also trained. So I've got time to do that. <laughs> I yeah. did that. I did uh, 30 press-ups this morning. I tried right. to amuse my uh, my youngest lad. My wife was driving him off to school uh-huh. at like 8. I don't know what time that was. Actually, probably about 20 to 8, 10 to 8. Uh-huh. So so in my <laughs> in my dressing gown, I did <laughs> uh, I did 30 press-ups yeah. uh, uh, at the back doorstep just to, uh, to just as they drove off to sort of try and yeah, make, him, yeah, make yeah. him laugh. So I've got 30 out of the way. Okay, wicked. Uh, do, do you find that... Um, I exercise a lot. I train a lot. I do. I do some do martial you? arts and stuff. Yeah. Um, right. And for me, it's an amazing like mental release, mm. escape, relaxation. Mm. Even mm. just ten minutes of, mm. of you know if doing thirty press ups. Yeah. Uh, you find it kind of helps your head a lot. Yeah, and uh, I'm training for a marathon. Okay. I do one marathon every year. Yeah. And that's the way I keep fit, Rick. Um, yeah. I'm one of these people. I I can be, I can be a little bit. Um, busy and that means I can put things off and mm-hmm. not do them yeah so um, if I said I was going to get fit what I would do is uh, if I'm busy tonight I think oh, I'll, I'll get fit tomorrow <laughs> yeah you know what I mean then tomorrow yeah. it rains or I won't go for a run because it's raining yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I do a marathon and I set a line in the sand and say right I'm doing the Edinburgh Marathon 26th of May you, therefore and I've told you now and you'll probably remember that so when yeah. I bump into you in 10 days you'll say how's the training going yeah and I'm like if I haven't done it, I'm thinking, oh no. <laughs> so, uh, and after the event, you'll say, how was the marathon? What time did you get? Yeah. And I want to say, I did it next time. So, if I'm putting pressure on myself yeah. and holding myself to account by doing yeah. an official event with a designated time. So, I'm doing the Edinburgh Marathon. So, cool. on Sunday morning, I ran, uh, I did 14 and a half miles. Wow. Uh, sort of building up the distance now. Yeah. What's 26? 26.2. Yeah. And, um, and, and when you're out running, after about, 90 minutes of running your brain goes into like an autopilot where you can't concentrate on much even if you want to yeah uh, and you just kind of become if I use the word a zombie I mean that actually in a good way because mm-hmm. you just you kind of zone out yeah and you're aware of your breathing and it's a form of meditation yeah and it's yeah. really good yeah it I've, feels I've heard it. yeah yeah it's really really good uh, and so I get a lot of peace a lot of tranquility from uh, endurance training yeah. you know going out running for two hours three hours four hours yeah and there'll be a lot more of that over the coming nine weeks yeah uh, for me and yeah, for the marathon training um, yeah kind of brings me to my next point i know um we've done some work together in the past um and you're always in- incredibly busy um with charities businesses you've mm. set up mm. um just generally you know people generally when, when i've been in a public space with you people want a piece of you that everybody's right. kind of wants right um so on top of all that you decided to run for mayor as well yeah um yeah the question is why why good it's a good question and uh it's a good question and because uh it, it wasn't a hundred percent clear that it, i should do it okay. um is it the right thing for my family? Yeah. I'm not sure. Let's um, go a bit on that. I'd like to touch on later, but yeah. For you. yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll, actually, I'll try and be clearer. Um, it was a tough decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I did it because I, I I really believe that I can make a difference. Okay. Uh, I I am definitely not Superman. I'm definitely not a saint, but I do have a range of skills. Yeah. That I think are quite 
unusual to have in one person. Yeah. Um, I, I am very compassionate. Mm -hmm. uh, I am also very focused on results. Uh, I have a range of business skills. I think I'm not a bad speaker. I think I'm good yeah. at marketing. I'm good at meeting people. I understand money, yeah. investment. Yeah. And I, I, I believe that I can bring all of those things together and work with some of the brilliant businesses in Middlesbrough, work with some of the great community groups yeah. and bring out the best and attract money and make great things happen. Yeah. And can I change the world? Absolutely not. But can I help Middlesbrough get back on track and do great things? Yeah. I really believe I can and I will do everything I can to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And um, initially, I guess... When you were younger, you, you spent a lot of time working in uh, in lots of different places all around mm. the world, mm. um, and you, you still kind of came came back to Teesside and came back to Middlesbrough. Yeah, any particular reason why? I um, mean, everybody likes it for for lots of different sure, reasons. Sure, of course. Lots of people leave. And yeah, back. yeah. I I mean, I I got to a point where I was um, so I travelled the world on business, but I, but I only really lived in London. I mean, I was right. a very, for example, I was a very frequent visitor to, to New York. Yeah. Uh, and, and oversaw a business based there. Um, but but London became my home, uh -huh. uh, and I liked that. But I I wanted to have a base here, and then when I actually got really close to getting married and starting a family, yeah, I I was very fortunate. I could decide like. Where do I want to build my life and my family's life? Yeah. And I, I literally, I'm very lucky. I could have gone anywhere, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I, I could have said, right, we're going to Sydney or Saigon yeah. or Swansea. Yeah. <laughs> Stoke on Trent. <laughs> yeah. God bless Stoke on Trent. I'm sorry if you're from Stoke on Trent. No, it, um, it, you know, but I could, I could have gone yeah. anywhere. Yeah. And um, I, d I decided that the right thing, the best thing for me and my family was to go where where I knew people, where I had loved ones and yeah. relatives and the scenery was familiar. And I, yeah. I love I love this place. I love Teesside. Yeah. Um, I sometimes get very frustrated with it. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, look at it too. through rose-tinted glasses. Yeah. Uh, my phone's buzzing, sorry. That's okay. But I do I, I do love it and it's very special to me. Um, I was really lucky. I managed to be able to afford a very nice house in North Yorkshire. Yeah. Um, so I'm close to family and friends, cl very close to Teesside. To, to, and, and I think me coming back I, has helped me to grow as a person. Uh -huh. And I also think I've helped some really good things to happen. Yeah. So I'm really pleased that I didn't go to Stoke-on-Trent yeah. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> or Swansea. Or Swansea, yeah. yeah. It's funny. I mean, I, yeah, I, uh, I lived in Leeds for a few years. Did you? And, uh, and came back. And I, I think having that separation is, is important. And I, I guess, I don't know if you had it. I don't know if, um, I know some things went on in the last election, um, perhaps about people saying, oh, well, maybe you weren't a proper Teesside or whatever. Yeah. But I think going away from somewhere and coming back is a lot totally. more helpful than staying within that little bubble and staying in there and just being surrounded by, by Teesside. 100%. It's much more meaningful. If you've gone away and then voluntarily yeah. decided you're coming back, Sometimes people stay here just because it's an easy option. Mm -hmm. They're not actually deliberately choosing to stay here or actively choosing to build a yeah. life here. It just kind of evolves and happens by accident. The people yeah, who've been yeah. away and come back are the most committed, passionate, and proud Teesiders. Yeah. The, 
they've made that choice really haven't they to, to kind of go away and I think the, the life experience you get even if you just mm. go travelling to Thailand for six months that, 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 that broadens it and the, the experiences you know people have come back and built businesses on what they've seen in, in the rest of the world from travelling or work you've, you've hit on something there and, and gosh uh, I, I don't want to just bash politicians but but you know I suppose they're fair game right they stick their head above the parapet they, yeah, they say gonna... vote for me uh, so let's criticise them. Um, but but way too many locally have never been anywhere, right? Okay. And and if someone is born and bred and then stays here, that that is great. That is fine. Yeah. But someone who's been born and bred and been away and then come back has got a different perspective. Yes. And they're able to challenge things and see perhaps sometimes better ways of doing things. Yeah. Uh, and certainly people that move here from elsewhere, whether they're born abroad or whatever, they can bring a different perspective. Yeah. And too many of our politicians don't have that. Yeah. They're stuck in, a, in an old-fashioned, dyed-in-the-wool way from the 70s. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is, that, is, is that too much of a rant? No, no, no <laughs> not, not at all. It's, it, it's interesting. I, I, think, I think it draws a lot of parallels between um, the way we're kind of seeing politics and people, the way people are interacting with each other in the world at the minute because... Um, how shall I phrase this? Generally, um, it draws parallels between the way people are, are promoting themselves, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a guy in Sheffield called Magic Majid. I don't know if you're aware of him. No. Um, young lad, he's about 28. He's Lord Mayor of Sheffield. He might not be anymore. Right. Um, but he kind of came up the left field, Green Party member. Um, I think it's fantastic. Follow him on Instagram just because he's, he's, he's enigmatic. He's an mm. interesting person. Um, and he just used Instagram and the youth vote and social right. media. Wow. And all of everybody else kind of going for that in, yeah. in, um, in Sheffield were maybe 60. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just, it just came out of nowhere basically wow. and went and got the youth vote. People who probably never normally vote. Yeah, um, sure. And he came out and, and he got the mayorship and he kind of like has, has a big gold chain on and um, he wears <laughs> Doc like Martens. Yeah, 28 he is. 28. Oh yeah, um, wears t-shirts and jeans. And Magic he's very Majid. Magic Majid is great. I'll, I'll show you later. Yeah. But he's, um, he's an interesting case study. Do you think it's a similar thing in Teesside? I, I don't know if because we're in a similar network, but you see me utilise social media quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is basically my parallel. The point I'm trying to make is you... I don't think a lot of other people do do that, mm. but do you think that's because you've seen different ways of doing things and that's another yeah, different way I of doing that, things? Um, that was such a long way to get to that no, point. No, I, I, <laughs> but, but I think it's a good point. I, but but I, 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 I may use social media well, I don't know. Yeah, I I'm, think I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not brilliant, but I'm, I'm definitely not rubbish either. Mm-hmm. But I think that most of our politicians are absolutely rubbish. Yes. Uh, and I think... First of all, in some ways, that's their problem. Yeah. But actually, it's our problem too. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact they are so set in their ways and they have got so little real-life experience, they can't adopt new things. Yeah. And they can't adapt the way they work. And, um, yeah, we, 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 we need people that are out there on social media talking about what they believe in, talking about their passions, sharing ideas, yeah. sharing compassion... Uh, and good wishes and um, we need a lot more of that and I think the fact we haven't got a lot more of that in our politicians tells us and backs yeah. us what we were just saying is that too yeah. many of them are like 
born and bred here, stay here, and don't actually go out and see the way the world works. Don't pick up on new things. Yeah. And I'm talking like social media, like it was invented last week, and of course it wasn't. Yeah. Know, it's been around for years and years and years. Yeah. But, but it's still, gone like that. It wasn't always up here, which no, it is now. It's, no, it's, that's yeah. right. I mean, and I see there's a there's a there's a local politician who's there's very little on social media, okay. and occasionally steps in and says something nasty about me and right. that's fine that's right. yeah. uh, but what's interesting it's not even them doing it anyway it's one of their paid employees actually okay. tweeting and facebooking about me yeah, yeah. Um, but everyone should have that skill it's a life skill it, to me it's like learning to ride now. a bike or yeah. learning to swim it's something you should learn at school and, 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 and be good at yeah if you're going to be in politics as, yeah. as well I think yeah. um, it's interesting though because it can be it can be you know with great power comes great responsibility i guess and it can be quite quite dangerous um yeah i think dangerous is the right term i think um and we i mean i initially messaged message you um the uh, the facebook status that you posted that got a lot of hate mm-hmm. um you know i, I, I think it was a statement you said you know the, the far right kind of took it their way mm-hmm. and far left I took it their way. Yeah. Did you anticipate it to kind of catch fire the way it did? I definitely knew it was a, a, a sensitive subject. Okay. And I definitely knew that some people were going to take it the wrong way. Right. Uh, I, I didn't know how many. And, and I wrote it. And I rewrote it. Yeah. And, and I rewrote it. Yeah. And I kept I changing imagine, it yeah. and changing words. Is that the right word? And is that the right word? Shall I cut that sentence out? And I deliberately missed out information that had been given to me and things that people had said to me because I thought that might just inflame people too much. Okay. So I, I truthfully tried to present a level-headed raising of a difficult issue. Okay. Um, and I wasn't surprised that some people took it the wrong way and read their own stuff into it. I, yeah. I, I wasn't, um, because that's always going to happen. Yeah. I, I was surprised, and I'm still surprised, actually, by some of the people on the on the, on the left who just keep misstating what I've said mm-hmm. uh, 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 and making me out to be some racist thug or, or someone who's trying to incite problems, and that, and that is 100% unfair. Yeah. Um, and I deliberately tried to distance the far right by, by saying from the outset that, that immigration uh, is good and it can bring yeah. real benefits. Yeah. Uh, and I've got a track record on that Facebook page of supporting asylum seekers, mm-hmm. people in difficult situations. In fact, anyone who is in a tough spot that needs supporting, yeah. I, I, I've supported them verbally, I've supported them on social media, I've supported them with my time, I've supported them with money. Um, and, and, and I don't think... Some of the rights I've championed, like LGBT rights, actively championed those things. Yeah. I think I've alienated loads of far-right people. Okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy with that. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, but people on the left have chosen to ignore all of that. Right, okay. And, and have and chosen to, cherry to, to start saying I'm some kind of racist. And I think it just shows how sanctimonious and self-obsessed some people are. Is that okay. They, 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 they've got a gang... They're convinced that they are the moral crusaders, and anybody who doesn't fit exactly within their gang is a yeah. baddie. Yeah. And I think that's what's been going on. Yeah. But but I actually got a lot of messages of support okay. from from people saying, 
I'm really pleased you said it. Thank you. Right. Okay. Some some very high profile local people who won't be named right. have contacted me and who aren't involved in politics and said, I am pleased you raised that. Right. So so I think I did the right thing. Yeah. Um, okay. Even though it, it got me a lot of heat. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's I, I, it's almost a microcosm of, of, of a much larger issue. Um worldwide I, I i think i think i think the far right are very good at shouting about whatever it is they're passionate about and mm-hmm. and will engage in arguments on facebook and things mm-hmm. like that um personally i'm, I'm quite left-leaning when mm-hmm. you I, I mean i think both have yeah good ideas and i sure I to kind of put myself in a box sometimes sure. but sure. naturally I, I kind of do i think um I think the whole like right versus left is in such a crazy place at the mm. minute that mm. I, I can't even fathom what's going on sometimes. Know. You know, the, mm-hmm. ev- everybody, it, is it a, a part of the echo chamber thing that we're in at the minute where, you know, far, people very, very far left post a lot of post things and it all gets reinforced. Therefore, they really struggle to see other people's Mm-hmm. opinions or beliefs on, mm-hmm. on, on their things mm-hmm. and I think the same is happening on the on the, on the right and mm-hmm. I, sometimes I feel like the right is the right is the far right sorry it's born out of frustration a lot of the times yeah and I think and frustration I think that, fear yeah and it turns yeah. into anger and it's and then that gets reinforced and mm-hmm. I just think we're in a crazy spot at the minute and I, I personally I have no idea how to go about it I don't really engage with people on Facebook yeah, yeah. when I see them arguing because I know it's not healthy it's not good for my mental health I'd rather go outside and take take a walk walk my dogs and think about yeah, the, yeah. the the initial issue mm. that's being argued about and um, sometimes I wish I could kind of get every single person that wrote one of those comments and go let's have a chat about it let's figure mm-hmm. out where your, your frustration is mm. nobody's got the time unfortunately I think I think in my life Rick and obviously I'm, o- I'm older than you uh-huh. and, and I, but, but I I don't remember an era yeah where the the, the far left and the far right was so strong yeah um, the, they've, they've a, always existed a, of course a chasm between they've them always existed but, yeah. uh, but instead of being a small group they've grown to a bigger group I still don't I think the vast majority of us are in the middle a bit left of centre a bit right of centre yeah but we all broadly agree on most things and we're pretty level headed and reasonable but but the number of political nutters is growing yeah and that's a bit frightening yeah um I, I I don't know exactly why it's happening I think I think Trump isn't the cause of it. He's a symptom of it. Berlusconi yeah. in Italy is a symptom of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I do think that, that there's a disconnect between politics and people, and people are very frustrated and angry. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we have to address that. To bring it back to myself, I mean, one of the things, if I if I'm elected as, mm-hmm. as mayor of Middlesbrough, what I will do is is take politics to the people. Yeah. Not lectures, not um, talk of ideology. Yeah. We're saying this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. What do you think? Okay. And I think that's like so important. Yeah. Because we need to get more people on side and let them realise that politics is for them. Politics is about people. Yeah. It's not about this party versus that party. Yeah. It's about making communities better. Yeah. 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 Supporting charities, helping businesses to create jobs. Yeah. Yeah. 
constructively challenging a school, constructively challenging the police. That that's what it's about. Yeah. Okay. And um, as soon as people realise that it's not about some older blokes in, in Westminster booing the other side. Yeah. Uh, Which way, if, if if you say the word politics, that's what we all think about. Think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the word literally relates to people and personal relationships, okay. and that's what we're going to get back to. Yeah, and um, I, I, in your press conference yesterday, you kind of mentioned about, or at least from what I saw on, the, on, on, on a transcript of it, was about the um, the kind of the secrecy that goes on at the minute. And I guess you're right, and I'd never really thought about it, but um, I I live in Central Middlesbrough, I live in TS1. Um, and I don't really know what the mayor, mayors um, themselves have done over the mm-hmm. past, how long have I, since I came back today, it's about eight years now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be quite interesting to, to kind of see, well, you know, what mm-hmm. what's going on. And, and you were saying about, about uh, politicians, especially on a local level, utilising things like, like social media. Maybe it's because I don't read the papers as much yeah. as, as I should. Yeah. But um, Again, this might be a network thing, but I tend to know what you're up to usually. Okay. Because you're yeah. quite good on social media. Yeah. And, okay. and that to me says, okay, well, at least if there's going to be, if, if, if you're going to be in power and there's an extra level of transparency, that can only be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and totally. I, I think whoever um, does end up kind, kind of um, being the mayor of Middlesbrough, I think, I think you're right. I think it's important that, mm-hmm. they're, that they're kind of out there and saying, hi, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and if they are doing that, the mediums that they're doing it through, unfortunately aren't working at the minute yeah i I think there's a there's a degree of dishonesty and i think that what most politicians like to do is push out a leaflet yeah and because what the leaflet does it says something that you've written or even your marketing team in in conservative hq or or labor hq is as as written and vetted and and endorsed copywriters are good at what they do exactly they've chosen the right photos and and it tells you exactly what they want you to read yeah uh, what I want to do, and tell me if you think this is a good idea, is I want to do a daily video uh, log yeah. saying, this is me, <laughs> this is what I'm doing today, I'm going here, I'm seeing him, I'm seeing her, and I'm hoping to uh, get around Achieve to doing this. this. this, this. Yeah. And people can comment. Obviously, people will be barred from using bad words yeah. <laughs> or, or saying uh, offensive things, yeah. but people can comment saying, well done. What a load of rubbish! Or, or yeah, or, 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 or have you whatever. thought about doing this? Have or, you thought about doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I really want to go to the public with with what's going on, so that if you're still living in TS One or mm-hmm. your next door neighbour is, they're saying, oh yeah, I know what Andy's doing, and and maybe they disagree, yeah, or maybe they like it, but at least they know and they feel engaged, yeah, and yeah. they can say, well, why why aren't you doing this and why aren't you doing that? Yeah, and that's really and powerful, and that's not difficult to do. But people don't like doing it because they're accountable yeah. and they're not rehearsed. Yeah. And and there are some people who are very honest who are awful at speaking uh, openly. But most people who refuse to speak openly, it's because they don't like to actually say what's on their mind. Yeah. They're very yeah. closed. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm not. And I think to go into politics or anything like that, any kind of leadership role, you have to be willing to speak from the heart. Yeah. And if you can't or won't do that, you shouldn't be in the job. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm similar in that I've, I've never, I can understand um, people not having the confidence to get up and talk about something. Mm. It's, it's, it comes under, I think heights is the the greatest overall yes. fear in population. Yes. The second one is speaking publicly. It is terrifying. Um, yeah. Speaking publicly is never, it's not bothered me that much, but usually it's, um, it comes with a degree of confidence of what I'm talking about. I could probably yeah. talk about video production <laughs> to 10,000 people yeah. um, 
on on a stage quite confidently you yeah. know what i mean but then yeah. if you start asking me about uh, you know microbiology then okay i'm gonna get nervous because sure of course no it is um, subject matter is important yeah but so so yeah. so for me if if you're uh if you're essentially if you're going to be a politician um you 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 have to be confident in what you're doing therefore you should be confident speaking about it I, you know for yeah. me it's that simple for other people I, I, I think you isn't. should be able to say how you honestly feel and if you don't know say do you know what I'm sorry I, I don't know enough about that can I'm I come back have, to you yeah I, and no one's going to be cross with you if you're honest and say I, I actually don't know let yeah. me come back yeah 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 it's, it, I think that's a, that's a big thing um, in society being able to A, a say no mm-hmm. or B say I'm not sure I, <laughs> I, I specifically remember a teacher yes. saying to me um, in secondary school, I think saying if you don't know the answer, that's that's okay. Just, just say that you don't know. Take some time to think about right. it. Yeah. It was interview prep, was, is what it was. So yeah. if, if we're in an interview situation, you ask me a question, and I actually don't know the answer, instead of fumbling my way through it, say, yeah. "Can I just take thirty seconds to think yeah. about it, and then think about what my actual response is?" And that in itself is such a powerful tool, isn't it? I, I was I was about twenty seven, uh, twenty six when I learned to say I don't know. I I I've been kind of like. I'd grown up in this environment where you felt you were losing face if you didn't know the answer to something that you uh-huh. were deemed to be knowledgeable about. Right, okay. Uh, at age 26, I went to work in finance, international finance. And I was, the first thing I'd do, I'd sit in this room with these guys that were like mathematicians. Okay. And they were doing all this stuff, very clever stuff with options and computers. Yeah. And they were teaching me, as someone who knows nothing about maths, but they were teaching me the basic maths of it and option theory. Some of it was very complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was a, a university lecturer called Kevin Connolly and he was the first person I ever met who was an expert and you could ask him something about maths mm-hmm. about option theory and he would actually say do you know what I, I don't know and and I thought well if he can say it yeah I can say it and I, and I, I say all the time now that there's a couple of things I always say I, I don't know if I don't know yeah and I say sorry yeah uh, and I think sorry is one of the most powerful words in English if, if someone's offended or hurt if you say, do you know what? I I am actually sorry about that. Yeah, it, it's just a beautiful thing. Yeah, and when I see people wriggling and unwilling to quite say sorry, and they kind of in a roundabout way say, oh well, yeah, I'm sorry if you're offended. What the, that's not the same as saying sorry. No, yeah. you know what I mean. I'm yeah. sorry if you're sensitive. I'm sorry if you're stupid. If you actually yeah. just say, just actually, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, I I just think that's a really powerful thing, and I've learned to use those words when they're genuine yeah and i think it gets you out of trouble i think that it puts people at ease yeah um and it's just a great way to live your life yeah yeah and to think like that to to understand that we're all fallible it's, yeah. it's okay to be wrong if you yes. were wrong and then, then to apologize for whatever it was you, you yeah. were wrong about you know what i mean yeah we can't some be right see, all the time yeah and some people see, see saying sorry is a weakness and i don't i don't see it no. as that it's a strength i think it is yeah um because yeah. you personally and I'm quite introspective so maybe that's that's just my take on it because for me that says you've taken the time to think about what you've done actively understand if it's right or wrong and accept it whatever it may be yeah you know what I mean um maybe you just spoke to somebody the wrong way we've all done it you know what I mean and yeah that, 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 absolutely that, you know, I've said it you know that was quite shit to me sorry yes um, yes it's, it's important yeah 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 and it's like I say it's, it's interesting if uh, if all goes well on May the second, it will be interesting to to, to see that play out because, like I said, me personally, I've never I've, I've never really had the open door to to what's going on. And uh, like I say, if if it if it does swing the other way, there's there's a part of me thinking, right, well, that I feel like maybe I should email these people and say, hiya, can you 
you know that thing Andy was on about? <laughs> can can you do that, please? Because we'd all like to know what you are actually doing yeah, be yeah, yeah. behind closed doors. Yeah. Um, how much how much sway and how much swing? Forgive my ignorance. Does does someone like the mayor of Middlesbrough have in terms of like changing policies? Yeah. So some things there's a lot of power. Other things there is less or even sometimes no power. Yeah. So for example, right now I'm talking a lot about crime. Uh, yeah. And safer streets and. It's a big issue. It's a big issue. And um, the mayor himself doesn't have any direct responsibility over policing or police policy. Yeah. So some people say to me, what are you talking about? You've got no power. Yeah. But the mayor is a a figurehead, is a focal point, uh, can be a crusader for change. Yeah. And the mayor's job is to fight for change. So, for example, in Middlesbrough, uh, we have... uh, a very high crime rate, yeah. statistically. It is uh, higher than Newcastle, it's higher than Leeds, it's higher than Sunderland, it's higher than Liverpool, it's higher than almost everywhere else. Okay. Now, the reasons for that are complex. Fixing that definitely isn't easy. And yes, we've got great bobbies and back office staff who work very hard. Yeah. But at the same time, the management of the police force need challenging. They need to be told, this isn't good enough. Yeah. We shouldn't have a much higher crime rate than Leeds, yeah. Liverpool, Sunderland, Newcastle. You need to do something. What is your plan? And we're going to set you a target. Okay. Now, they're not getting that because of the politics involved. Right. But the mayor's job, as I see it, is to stand up and do that okay. and to challenge. You know, we all work well and we all work better when we're challenged. Yeah, of course, yeah. You know, we probably all... can. People in business, even some of the top chief execs, they have a mentor. Mm-hmm. They have someone who's calling them and saying, have you done this? Have you done that? Have you thought of doing it this way? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, very few people can do an amazing job if they're just left to get on with it. Yeah, okay. And people need that constructive challenge. I, I definitely need it. Yeah. Many people say to me, that wasn't very good. You need to do that better. What's your plan for this? What are you doing tomorrow? Okay. And, and with Cleveland Police... And again, I stress I'm supportive of the police. I'm yeah. a huge champion of the police. It's not a criticism of the police force, but the political system we've got means that the chief of police isn't challenged by the political establishment. Right. And that's why Cleveland Police is the third highest crime rate in England and Wales. And that's why Middlesbrough's got a much higher crime rate than it should have. And that costs hundreds of millions a year. I can imagine. Do you think that crime can just be solved by a stronger... I, I think crime is as much a, a police issue as it is an economic issue. And mm-hmm. I think maybe the reason we have more crime in, in, in than places with a higher population is because there's less money in the area. Mm-hmm. I think I think resources, if that's what you're talking about, resources. No, I'm talking about not, not, not the, the money in the police pot that yeah. they use. I'm, I'm talking about generally in, in, in the oh, general public. I, 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 I'm confident you're right. Um, I, I believe that if you compare our crime rates to, if you ranked all the crime pla- high crime places, uh-huh. uh, you would find a reasonable relationship between how affluent a place is yeah. and the level of crime. Yeah. Um, it isn't as simple as pushing up the wages and crime will drop, but no. there is definitely the case that if you're brought up in a nice household, mm. in a nice environment, you are far more likely to commit crime and you're far more likely to go on to lead 
a successful, productive life. Yeah. And that needs changing. The causes of crime are complex, and that's yes. one of them. Poverty yeah. is one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we need to address that. Yeah. But at the same time, we can't not blame criminals when they do bad things. Okay. We have to arrest them yeah. if yeah, appropriate. Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. lock, yeah, yeah. lock them up. But we absolutely need to deal with the causes of crime. We need to be in schools making sure they're getting a great education, that they're growing in confidence, yeah. that people learn to be resilient. Yeah. I know you and I have talked about that before with meditation and things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, Resilience yeah. is really important. Fighting crime is tough, but the first step to me is, is constructively it, it, is challenging the management of the police force. Okay. Yeah, no, that, makes, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's probably about everything question-wise for me. Is there any other partic- particular things you wanted to kind of push on to and anything you kind of really um, wanted to say so tell me about you and th- so this is a, a venture yeah you know, this podcast is a venture for you yeah what were your what were your motives for doing it um this is, i think this is episode 26 um it was born out of enjoyment of other people's podcasts mm-hmm. um and as a as a as a teesider and be, being friends with lots of interesting people lots of interesting stories mm. i kind of wanted to get them out there and, and give people that perhaps um not not had a platform, but an extra platform to, to kind of get the voice out there. Mm-hmm. Um, what it's ended up a byproduct of that is I've kind of ended up championing T-siders just just naturally, yeah. which is yeah. which is a nice thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, it's I mean I know I know the technology inside out, mm-hmm. so it was kind of like I kind of had the skills to put a podcast out. So I thought, well, why not why not use? So I don't mind talking. I'm interested yeah. in people. Yeah. Let's combine all of those things. Um, so that's that's kind of why I do it, and I I, I guess one of the reasons um, I wanted you want you're an interesting person. I think you've got a lot right. to say. Right. Um, May I talk too much? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, and I think it was it was a way of uh, an audience that perhaps might not be savvy to, as to what you're up to to maybe, okay. maybe having a having having a listen to you okay. and, and, and seeing what you're about. So another question for you. Yeah. Um, so you live in TS One whereabouts? Uh, Linthorpe Road, just off Linthorpe Road. Where, so whereabouts? Centre. Uh, do you know where the Forbes building? Yeah. Uh, just not far behind there. Okay. So, so what would you like to see happen? Uh, you know, in and around your streets or, or the whole of Central Middlesbrough. Can you think of a couple of things or one thing that you think would be really beneficial that wouldn't necessarily cost huge amounts of money? Um, the the number one issue we've had, and this is. Um, this is something that, that I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about it, but in the interest of, of transparency, I guess I will. Um, I live with my partner, uh, Lottie, and where we live, there's kind of like a cross-section between, um, I can't think what the park's called, not Albert Park, the other one, slightly like smaller mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Um, she's had her car broken into quite a few times, mm-hmm. windows smashed, mm-hmm. um, wing mirrors punched off by kids with chased them sometimes sometimes it's been during the night we've now got cctv set up there is cctv there the police have been great mm-hmm. um in terms of doing what they're doing um and coming from, from somebody that as a 13 14 year old was someone that used to hang out on the streets because mm-hmm. i didn't really have much to do but we, we used to skateboard so i feel mm-hmm. like it was slightly productive mm-hmm. um i don't know what to do about I guess you'd just call them dis- disparaged teenagers that are causing destruction to property mm-hmm. in and around that area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess one, one of the things, I guess, about, about your statement about, about the, the issues in TS1, certainly the issues we've come across have never been by immigrants, mm-hmm. always been generally mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. Um, annoying, 
he said is mm. teenagers yeah um so yeah. for me uh, a little bit of cleaning up in the streets and whether it's I, I, I don't know what the answer is because you know kids are naturally going to hang about mm-hmm. um whether it's whether it's a symptom of their parenting whether it's just i don't know um the that area could could do with it do the clean up and yeah. I, I don't quite know how, to, how yeah. to go about it or how to tackle it which is probably why I'm not in politics but well well, well no, I don't think anyone knows there's definitely no easy answer yeah I, I, anyone who says they've got an easy answer to things like this is, yeah. is, is, a, is a fantasy yes it's, oh well, you just do like that. a Donald just, Trump just like yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah 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 there, there isn't an easy answer um, I think you said something which is absolutely right and I need to be crystal clear is that the vast majority of crime mm-hmm. in Middlesbrough is caused by people who are born and bred here yeah and anyone who says otherwise is is completely wrong yeah um there is a massive issue with young people uh in parts of central middlesbrough yeah causing problems and my sister-in-law has twice had a in the last 10 days twice had her wing mirrors knocked off in oh, really? the tears one and and is that the worst crime in the world no but does that cost her money yes does it cost yeah. all of us money through insurance premiums yeah. yes does it cost money logging it with the police? Yes. Yeah. Is it distressing? Does it actually deter her or other people from going into central Middlesbrough sometimes? Yes. Yeah. So the cost of that is huge. Finding a simple answer isn't going to happen. But but you hit on something. The first thing we need to do is clean up the streets. Yeah. The dirtier and messier a place is, the more people think they can behave the way they want. Right. And And... You feel very differently walking into a tidy room, a tidy street, going to a, a new place if it's pristine. Yeah. If it's a mess, people start to exhibit all kinds of behaviour. Yeah. And that's there's probably 20 things we need to do, but the first thing we need to do is clean up the streets okay. so they look good. Yeah. And start to bully and harass people who drop rubbish and cause rubbish. Yeah. It's, it's where, wherever the, the from. The biggest bugbear of mine yeah. is, is, is littering. It drives me cr- to the point where I'll pick something up and shout at someone and say, look... Totally. <laughs> like it, I, yeah. I, I promise you that it's not just bad news because it looks awful. I yeah, think yeah. it actually slowly starts to generate bad behaviour. Yeah. And yeah. and once you start to get that and people don't challenge it, I think the place is a mess anyway. All kinds of stuff gets tolerated. Yeah. So we need almost like a, a fresh start and a deep clean. Yeah. But the council that's, doesn't have a lot of nice. money. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it's yeah. going to need some volunteers to go out. Yeah, and I think ward by ward, street by street, I, I really believe we can do it. Yeah, that's great, it, and it, and it's just step by step by step, but we can do it. Yeah. But a lot of people have given up. Yeah, yeah, a lot I of can, people yeah, have given I can, up. I can see that, and we need to win that back. And I don't think winning the people back is going to be hard. Yeah, and getting the first step going, I think we can do it. Yeah, cool. I'm on board. It's funny the, the total the slight tangent. There's, there's a psychological study um, I remember from from my college days where it'd be a totally blank, beautiful wall as beautiful as a brick wall can be yeah and um once that gets one bit of spray paint on absolutely it, it uh, totally takes a matter of weeks before it's full of, completely of um so yeah i think you're right and you know places like i mean uh i spent a lot of time in leamington spa when i was um mm-hmm. when i was in my 20s and that that is beautiful yeah and it's it's clean yeah and that makes you think oh i'm, I'm in quite a nice spot Let's, yeah and uh and the other thing is, you know, somewhere like Singapore, where if you if you spit chewing gum on the floor, yeah, like, you you get locked up. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? right. They, they, Absolutely. They, they Maybe we try that. Out. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. I, what I'm saying is, there's, there's there's plenty of evidence to to back up what you're saying. Um, yeah. So yeah. So I'm yeah, on board. I agree. 
quite interesting being on the spot there. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> oh my god, I appreciate it. Cool. All right, we'll uh, okay. we'll wrap it up there. Cheers, Rick. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Good I, to see I you do again. appreciate it. All Cheers. right, cool. Thanks.